Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns. And I heard a quote from Byron Katie yesterday, which was, who needs God when I have my own opinions? <laughs> Struck a chord, I thought. And I realized, okay, so this is, sorry, but this is going to be all about me. <laughs> and I'm just wondering if the same kind of um, process tracking has been happening to you as well. Because I've realized that since, okay, so I was divorced in nine, 2019, I think it was. Sorry, <laughs> us musicians are good at timing, but we're not good at time. And so anyway, so then there was lockdown. So I've kind of had people around me constantly and then somehow over with all of this lockdown and all that sort of stuff and other things i found myself having more time to myself and i think somehow it wasn't deliberate but i'm really grateful for it and it's i mean i'd i'd love to have an intimate relationship again i'm not immune to the the lovely connection and all of that stuff that one has from having a intimate relationship but in this period between now and then um i've had less of the world around me so i don't watch the news i don't listen to any of that sort of stuff i'm on yes i'm on facebook once in a while <laughs> way too often and of course right at the start with all of this lockdown stuff and all of this supposed COVID things, I had a million opinions and I've always had a million opinions about every single thing. And I've been quite a political character over the years, got involved in quite a few different things and way back as a student marching up and down the streets of Wellington and ban the bomb and rah ra and fluoride and this and that, the next thing. And it slowly dissipated. It's not like I made it happen. It's my opinions. I mean, I say that opinions are like bum holes. Everyone has one, but nobody wants to see yours or mine. And we're full of opinions and we're full of it. And there's this need to take sides. And another thing that Byron Katie said was that attack is a need to prove perfection. That when I attack something else or someone else, it's my attempt to prove that I'm okay by comparison. So they're better and I'm better. They're naughtier and I'm gooder. All that sort of stuff. So if I can put someone down, if I can judge someone as lesser, that proves to me that I'm better. And so every attack is an attempt to prove my perfection. That's what it is. It's all it is. And the attacks don't have a scale in the sense that the war in, uh, where is it, Ukraine, is no different from the argument I'm having with my neighbour about the height of the hedge or any other battle, any argument I have with my parents who have, have died. But if I have any kind of negative thoughts about them, it's just another attack. And so whether it's a small domestic dispute or a large international attack they're all the same 
and it's just an attempt to prove perfection. And so, as I say with my time thing, I, I, I lose track. I think it was about four or five days ago, I stayed with a couple in Fielding, and they were talking about the lockdown, and I was asking if they found it difficult, and they absolutely loved it. Not initially, but what they found was, one, they were spending much more time together, and they loved that. They got to know each other just in a way that they hadn't before. They spent a lot more time working on their house. They were renovating their house, and they had chosen not to watch the news. And so they, while they were explaining to me, I think it kind of became more clear to them that they kind of started out with this idea that the government loves me, for example. And then over to, and they therefore they loved the government. And then over the time of the lockdown, without any outside influence from colleagues and, and family and, and the news or whatever, just in their own little space, their own little bubble, they then moved to the government hates me, and therefore they hate the government. And then they moved from there, from government loves me, government hates me, government doesn't matter. And they started doing their own self-inquiry. And of course, when we do that, the outer world falls away in our mind. I mean, we still have to get groceries and clean our houses and you know, fix cars or whatever. We still have to be in the world doing stuff. But when we do our own self-inquiry, when we start looking at or observing our thoughts, there's something incredibly peaceful about that. And if I'm angry about something, I can stay angry, which is out of the world, or I can stay angry and just look at the anger. So I go in and I inquire as to that anger. And something... Something just softens, something quietens when I look at every bitterness and anger and angst and my depressions and my whatever. When I look at those and I look at my judgments, oh, that person's too fat, that one's always late, this one always complains, this one does. When I look at all my judgments about other people and about the world, when I go inside and just observe just observe my thoughts, my mind, something stills. And I realize that's what's happening for me. So that happened to this couple in Fielding. And then what happened? Two days ago and three days ago, I spent some time with two good friends here in Taronga, Di and Don, and they are much more, how do I say, open to the self-inquiry. And the conversations we had were you know, lovely about the world and what's going on um, for them and their neighbours and the da-da-da-da-da. However, there was much more self-inquiry. And in those conversations, I just felt more peaceful. I felt quieter and more engaged with them. And by contrast, because contrast is a wonderful thing, <laughs> it's not about judging, it's just knowing this where I'd like to be. 
So yesterday I spent most much of the day with three other people. And I we had a lovely walk around the mountain. It's just beautiful. And just experiencing the beach and all of that stuff. But the conversations, I started to feel quite sick. And I realized it was about opinions. And so two of the people were from England, from Middlesex. And so just asking what's going on over there. And, and it's, it's, it's really tough. There were people having to choose, do they feed themselves or do they heat their house? And, you know, really tough decisions going on. But the tough thing for me was not so much that, that, that life was really hard for a lot of people. The uncomfortable thing, should I say, the uncomfortable thing that there were so many opinions about it, about this government, about the British government, about all that COVID vaccination stuff. And I was definitely into it. If anyone looks back on my posts from Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn or whatever, I was heavily involved in all of those arguments and, and this is right and this is wrong and they shouldn't do this and it's very naughty and, that, and they're bad, they're bad, 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 and I'm good or good or good, all proving that I'm perfect. And somehow over the time I've realized, and t yesterday was a lovely example, that I don't know what's going on. Well, I know what's going on, but I'm not sure. Was it my choice or was it just something that was going to happen that... I'm less interested in opinions. And when I step into opinion, when I step into judgment, when I step into war, when I step into battle, it's all the same thing. It's all trying to prove my perfection. And it's a very uncomfortable space I'm now finding. So I've been graced with a lot of time to myself over whenever 2018 or 19 was. Four or five years. And it hasn't necessarily been a choice, but it's been, I've been graced with it. So I'm wondering if anyone else has found, like this couple in Fielding in New Zealand, they started out with lots of opinions, and then their opinions changed, and then they lost their opinions. And they were very okay with self-inquiry basically looking at their own thoughts and of course now that the covid's or the sorry the lockdown is over for them and they're back in or she's back into work and he's looking for work so they're now surrounded by the world again they had they just have less interest in the let's say current affairs whatever it is they know it's going on they know there's right and wrong and People are suffering and other people aren't caring about that. And they know it's going on, but somehow it's just kind of softened. And their minds have softened and their lives have softened. And at the moment he's without a job. Nothing bothers him. He knows that next tomorrow will be fine. And the day next day will be fine. He's peaceful about whatever happens. And he he knows that before the lockdown, he would not have been peaceful about not having a job. There was that worry of, am I going to get through the day? Will we will we survive? Will we pay our mortgage? Righty, 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 right. And so when they 
went into self-inquiry, somehow the world is okay in every moment. And I'm just finding that right now. And I have nowhere to stay from Friday. I'm here till Friday and I've got nowhere else to go. I had somewhere and that, was it yesterday or the day before, um, fell over. It decided not to happen. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's just, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Because my alternative is that I could attack myself for being stupid and, and being in this situation, kind of being homeless. <laughs> and I can't do that anymore. I can't beat myself up. I can't beat anybody else up. And I'm sure I will. Because I noticed myself starting to get into the the opinion thing yesterday, the judgment, this person's, you know, this government, this institution, this whatever, should not have done this, da-da-da-da-da. And as the words, the opinion started coming out of my mouth, I just went to myself, it, it tasted like vomit. It tasted really acidic and unpleasant. And I found myself just not being able to engage. And I kept my nice smile on and, and was there. And I had to say afterwards to my Kiwi friend that, that I just I just felt sick. I felt really unpleasant engaging in these wars, in these battles, to prove that I'm perfect. So I'm just wondering if anyone else has gone through this process. And I know so many people have battled about the injustices of our lockdowns. And I know, particularly in Melbourne, it was it was just horrendous. Martial law. People were thrown into jail for standing outside having a smoke in their own backyard. And, and, and that was wrong. So I'm not pretending the world's perfect, but it's never been perfect. But I'm very selfish now because my world is, I can't even say it's perfect, it's just peaceful, it's just okay. hard to explain <laughs> because when I say it's perfect it's almost like there's the other side of it which is imperfection and it's not yeah it's <laughs> I'm right for a word person I've written 20 books and um, millions of words and I can't find the words for this present presence so I'm just wondering who else is going through this transition. And I'm sure I will engage in some kind of opinion thingy sometime. And I'm probably doing opinion right now without being aware of it, being a total hypocrite. <laughs> but I am finding they're dropping away. And I'm finding the less need for opinions, the less need for battling, the less need for war. And I'm sure I'll have niggles about something somewhere along the way. Which is the perfect opportunity to stop the battle out there and just inquire into my mind and just watch. There goes another thought. There goes another thought. There goes another thought. What a interesting thought. <laughs> so, I could go on. 
often do. <laughs> but I'm going to stop now and find a nice cafe down the road because I haven't tried any cafes yet. I haven't been to a cafe for days. Oh, I'm starving. <laughs> um, what do you call it? When you haven't had something for a while? Anyway, the addiction. So anyway, I wish you a battleless, opinionless, mind-inquiring day. And I bless you and all who sail in her.